his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Yesterday I talked about the Loudoun County situation, and now there's developing news on that because the superintendent, maybe somebody else, has been um, indicted in that particular case. Now, unfortunately, I think it's only a misdemeanor. We're going to find out a little bit more from Dave Strom, associate editor of Hot Air, who's back with us this afternoon or evening on 97.1 FM Talk. Dave, how are you? I'm doing great, although I want a piece of the pig, and I want to go to Spain with you. You can do both of those things. I've been listening, and it's like, how come I don't get paid like that? Yeah, we do all I kinds of want... fun stuff. The, oh, the Sugar Fire, if you like the barbecue, we have great barbecue here in St. Louis, and Sugar Fire is spectacular. In fact, there's one near my home, and I've joked with um, the owners. I said, I think I bought my house mainly because it's five minutes away from a Sugar Fire, and that might be true. i got to move to St. Louis. <laughs> I know you've got the best barbecue there. Uh, and, and, and then your trip to Spain. Anyway, I know I'm wasting your time oh, here. Uh, we right. should uh, we should be talking about Loudoun County. Well, let's talk about it because, look, I've been talking about Loudoun County ever since, you know, last summer when this whole thing with Scott Smith was exposed and he ends up getting arrested. And, of course, if you remember, I'm sure you do, Dave, that when, when that happened, that sort of set off a chain of events, including something that happened here in St. Louis with my superintendent in my school district who gave out the FBI tip line number because it was domestic terrorists like Scott Smith yep. that were disrupting all these school board meetings when, in fact, the truth couldn't be further away from that narrative, right? Oh, my gosh. I mean, this poor guy's daughter got raped uh, by a transgender student. They covered it up. They lied. They got the FBI to go after the parents. And, uh, you know, the whole thing has wound up at a place where you've got a lawyer who is under indictment uh, state indictment for perjury, felony perjury, and a school superintendent who is under indictment, unfortunately, for only three misdemeanors, but they're the criminals. The uh, student who raped the girl was a criminal, and they fixed the FBI on the dad. It's just appalling. And now we know how much information this superintendent in the administration had. Now, the grand jury, I read this grand jury report, uh, Dave, and I'm sure you have too. It is stunning. It's something, it's detailed, but everyone should really read this. It's at Loudon.gov, and they go into all the details here, and they talk about even before the rape of Scott Smith's daughter on May 12th, 
uh, less than four weeks after students return to in-person school, this is coming after the pandemic, of course, there's a teaching assistant at the high school that writes to her superiors about this particular student, the assailant, that says, if this kind of reckless behavior persists, I wouldn't want to be held accountable if someone should get hurt. So that's red flag number one. 16 days later, that student sexually assaults a female, Scott Smith's daughter, in that bathroom at the uh, at the high school. For three hours after the assault, they can't find that person. Find and then up. the father yeah. of the girl is, you know, at the school is upset. And then we know what happens to, to Scott Smith. But th- this was covered up by the superintendent and the administration. And according to the grand jury, it was even covered up for the school board. The school board didn't know all these details until this report came out. Oh, yeah. Well, and I mean, there, there's one detail that you left out. You covered it very well. But the, they actually called their lawyers against the dad on the day that this happened. They kicked him out after 15 minutes and got a uh, uh, the lawyer uh, to actually send the judges after that guy to prevent him from coming back before they had even found the student who actually committed That's the rape. They were outrageous. more concerned to go after the father than the rapist. It's just unbelievable. So they they highlight something in the grand jury report that is called Policy 840. So this is what the grand jury report says. The chief operating officer at the Loudoun County Public Schools arrives at the school that afternoon after the original assault, talks with the principal. At 3.30, he sends an email to the superintendent stating in full, the incident at SBHS is related to Policy 840. I will send a team's appointment from 3.30 to 5 and will log in now and offer an update if you want to log in between now and then. Policy 840 addresses the rights of transgender and gender expansive students. Six people joined that meeting, including the superintendent and the now deputy superintendent. We believe the grand jury says this team's meeting was the beginning of the complete lack of transparency by LCPS surrounding the situation. And it didn't get better after that, did it? No, no. And, uh, you know, complete lack of transparency is just another word for cover-up. As soon as they found out that this had to do with a transgender student, they went into damage control mode. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to argue that they should have gone harder after the kid because he was a transgender kid, but they actually went the other direction and just said, look, because he's transgender, we're going to determine it's just a-okay. I mean, he'd done this. Uh, They transfer him to to another school. Yeah, to, to a different school. So he's actually detained. Uh, he's released on she. I, I got to be careful here, right? July twenty sixth, and then according to the part of the release, the court says the student couldn't return to the original high school, is then transferred to the other high school. Then in early September, you got students that are already throwing rad flags about this trans student, and then in October, there's another assault. So there's warning signs all over the place. Teachers are complaining, but because of policy 840, oh, we got to be careful here. We got a trans kid. It doesn't matter. We got to look for their rights, not all the other students and their safety. That's what happened. Oh, that is exactly what happened. Just uh, uh, just think about this. If a white male cisgendered, using their term, student walked into a girl's bathroom and raped uh, a girl, uh, this wouldn't have happened they would have gone in an entirely different direction. Uh, Basically, what they have done is they've created a hierarchy where young girls are lower on the hierarchy than 
trans men. That's right. Or trans girls. Uh, And so basically what they're saying is where you are on this hierarchy of oppression determines what you can do. I mean, you can essentially do anything you want if you're at the top of the hierarchy and you have to be a victim if you're lower on the hierarchy. That's the, the world they're creating. So in the end here, though, because this is just a misdemeanor charge, even if somehow there's criminal responsibility here, it won't be much, will it? No, I mean, uh, uh, you know, I, I have this sort of bizarre take on this, which is on the one hand, Thank God there's at least a little accountability. Uh, And, oh, my gosh, this is all that's going to happen. I mean, the one thing we do have a little bit of hope about is the lawyer for the school district committed perjury. And he's probably going to lose his law license. And he may actually wind up in jail because he coached witnesses to lie, including lying to the grand jury. Uh, that's how far they're willing to go, though. They're not just lying to the public. They're just not just going out there and giving vague statements. Wow. They are coaching witnesses to lie to grand juries. You know, one of the things that, that is very frustrating about this particular story, and, and I can say from the very beginning of when I started talking about it through the fall of last year when they were, you know, taking part in an election in Virginia that ended up going the way of um, people that supported Scott Smith. I think Glenn Youngkin, and we know how that turned out. But from the very beginning, through this grand jury report last week, and now the incident in the last couple of days with, you know, the superintendent is out, and then he's charged with a crime, it's still getting very little outside of hot air, outside of conservative talk show hosts. You're not seeing a lot of coverage on this story at all. Well, and I, I think most people don't understand, he's still getting paid. The superintendent is? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, now, it may be that they'll fire him for cause, but right now he hasn't lost all the benefits and everything else. Uh, and this has to do with our sort of namby-pamby HR culture where everybody tries to sweep everything under the rug. Uh, now, because he has been charged, they probably have – uh, free reign to actually just cut them off. Uh, but as in many cases, people who work for the government, uh, even when they get fired, they walk away with golden parachutes. Yeah. Well, uh, and I, I think I saw a comment from this guy through the attorney today that he's still being defiant, saying that he was on the right side of this. If you read the grand jury, yeah. I mean, I think he's counting on the fact that no one's going to really read the grand jury report because it's pretty damning. Yeah, well, and I think, uh, you know, the deck has been stacked against the public. It's been stacked against uh, everyone who is not within the elite, you know, whether you're a public employee or somebody who is in that sort of privileged group that are able to uh, essentially violate laws and get away with it. Uh, and you're right. I mean, right now, there are very few people who are covering this. I mean, you know, the the left always talks about conservative media, 
as if we, uh, you know, just sort of make stuff up. But actually, they just don't cover things. Yeah, no, they don't cover I mean, stuff. Yeah, they don't. In uh, fact, I'm going re- to let you go here, and I'm going to read from some of this grand jury report that people haven't heard, and I think they'll be shocked when they hear some of the details that was in this report. Yeah. But, Dave, I'm glad you're on top of it. I know you wrote about a couple other things that were interesting, including the, uh, the Club Q shooting and some of the narrative shifts on that as well. Check oh out God. Dave's work at yeah. hotair.com. That's an interesting story, too, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, it's all about narrative. This has become my big thing. The narrative, which is what the the reality that the left is constructing for us. Stay on them, Dave. I appreciate it. Have a great Christmas. Yeah, you too. All right. Take care. Get more at 971talk.com. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 